Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. I'm wearing the shirt from 93 right now. I think it started around that time to when, you know, they developed that. You hear people talk about, I remember when I watched Charles and them. Like, you hear those stories at all times and seeing the passion in their eyes when they're telling the stories and even being at the bottom of the barrel for the past five years and them still showing up and showing love, you know, shows that same type of love that they have for this team. That's Devin Booker talking about the passion of the Suns fans in Phoenix, and they are back in the NBA Finals for the first time in 28 years. PK, you love to listen to Sports Talk Radio in Arizona. Is it taking over? Is it all Suns all the time? They feeling it? Yeah, I haven't listened in a week or so, but did he say that the passion began in 93? No, he says just walking around town, people share with him stories in 93, which obviously, given his age, you know, this is all new to him. Because I go back to 62. <laughs> nice. The Suns don't go back to 62. He said he was wearing a shirt from 93 is what he was wearing. Yeah, I got that part. Yeah? Not obviously, any town. It's, it's no, no, no different. Whatever town you're in, they're going to be excited if you're in the finals. I mean, this is just, then pick a sport. They'll be fired up. I can remember in, uh, what was it, uh, 09, when your ball club won the whole ball of wax, man, we were going berserko. Remember the penalty kicks? I do. Oh, yeah. This was awesome. Everybody loves a winner. And the Suns are favored to win it all. They are six-point favorites for game one tonight. Giannis Antetokounmpo is listed as doubtful for this one with that hyperextended left knee. 7 o'clock on ABC for game one and then game two is Thursday. Chris Paul, in the uh, media sessions leading up to Game 1 here, has been asked about the Players Association and the approval of the quick turnaround and the compacted season because LeBron James had his complaints. Other players you know, don't have LeBron's status and stature, but he just dismissed it all as, hey, injuries are unfortunate, you hate to have them, but just like when we went to the bubble, everything was discussed as far as the players and the full body of players. Everything that's good for this guy and that guy might not be the same for the next guy, but... Everything, there's always been a conversation. It's going to continue to be that way. So, you had the chance to hear your grievances, and this is what we all decided on. So, it doesn't matter. It. When LeBron does speaketh, it's it's over it. <laughs> okay, it started out kind of biblical and ended a little Bugs Bunny ish. That was a quick transition. When it's good, though. <laughs> LeBron speaketh, no more discussineth. Daffy Duck. It was now. Daffy Duck, not Bugs Bunny. My it, bad. We got Part of Duck. the Bugs Bunny yeah. Roadrunner hour, but that's the Daffy way it Duck. goeth. Yes, LeBron thus smoketh. Slow on my there's cartoon ID. End there. of discussion. When he speaks, there's no more discussion. That's it. He's LeBron. There will be more discussion in Atlanta, where the Hawks don't have a deal yet, but are planning on signing Nate McMillan to a four-year deal. Remove the interim tag. They finished twenty-seven and eleven. They won two playoff series. Nate McMillan, veteran NBA coach. It's not true. What's not true? He's interim coach. He's going to get fired. Oh, okay. To the degree everybody, <laughs> nobody's permanent forever coach. He's already had three jobs. Sonics, Blazers, Pacers, 16 years. 
Now he says he's an older, mellower coach. He's more patient now. Now he's in his mid-50s. Maybe so. Makes sense. Yep. And other basketball players are gearing up for more games or saying goodbye to the Olympic dreams. Luka Doncic gets Slovenia into the Olympics for the first time ever. Triple-double, 31 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists in a 40-minute game as they beat Lithuania, who'd gone to the game seven straight times. But Slovenia knocks Lithuania out 96-85. Italy beats Serbia. They're in, baby. Canada's choked. Germany's in. Canada with nine NBA guys. Misses again. Haven't made it in 20 years. So the Olympics coming up. 12 teams in Tokyo. A couple weeks away from that. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. It's definitely not going to be easy. Uh, changing positions at any level, not to mention the professional level, is going to be difficult. Football's in his blood, so I feel like he'll he'll find a way. He'll he'll find a way to you know he's physical, he's you know athletic. So I wish him nothing but the best going forward. But you know it's a tough transition. You know I was getting getting my butt kicked. You know when I first moved to tight end, but you just stick with it and grind through the process, and things get better. That's Raiders tight end Darren Waller talking about Tim Tebow trying to move to tight end and all the challenges he faces. Urban Meyer was asked about Tebow, and it seemed kind of a uh, lukewarm response. We'll see how it's going. Maybe he's just trying to lower expectations, or maybe it's not going well. Trying to read into that. Jaguars also in the headlines because they signed Trevor Lawrence to a rookie contract, $36.8 million, $24 million signing bonus, and a fifth-year team option. What do you do with a $24 million check? Can you just take that to the bank and deposit it? About half of it. <laughs> right. It's probably direct get, deposit. The other half you get to give, <laughs> give to the state and federal government. Yes. Cough that part up, and you can take this. I think you put it in there, and then you have advisors that advise you what to do to make sure it lasts a lot longer, and you build upon it. And I would think that's exactly what he would do. Hard Knocks and the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is going to make their third appearance on HBO's Hard Knocks in the 20th anniversary season. The first franchise to make three appearances on the show. No surprise there. They got tons of fans. So I don't have HBO. So this is non-existent Build in my life. on that popularity, right? I have never watched that. Never? I guess we'll see the isolated You've clips. never watched it? No. I didn't have HBO until a couple years ago. Well, now's your chance. I did it last year. I know. I thought yeah, I might, 20 years. Come on. <laughs> It's one of those deals uh, where my wife called to complain about something and they just unloaded it oh, for great. free. Now's really your chance. Thing. Yeah. Packers Aaron Rodgers told reporters he spent his offseason working on his mental health status as his future with the franchise remains in question. He says, I'm very thankful for the opportunity to work on my mental health. I haven't dealt with bouts of depression or anything that I think for whatever reason are okay to talk about. If you're talking about mental health, I've just really been trying to think about what puts me in the best frame of mind. What habits can I form that allow me to feel most in my body, most present, happiest? That's what I've been doing. Is that going to make a difference? In what? Well, I think most fans are looking at him for more touchdown passes, more wins, Super Bowl. I'm not sure that's what he's talking about. Hmm. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. The Heisman Trust says former USC running back Reggie Bish can have his Heisman Trophy returned if the NCAA reinstates his award-winning season first. Trust made that announcement Friday after our show. We were talking about this. NCAA doesn't really have any control over the Heisman. That's just a group of people who give out a trophy. But they're going to follow the NCAA's lead on this. 
have to have the actual trophy to be the Heisman Trophy winner? No, and I think it's one of those things where you can take it away later, but I still automatically think of him as Heisman Trophy winner. Right. He no. had it, and then they took it away. It's like vacating a trip to the Final Four. Well, I still know you went. Yeah, but I don't think he gets to go on stage when they have that announcement, and you see all the guys who choose to be there are there and all that stuff. So it's more than a little bit of sim- symbolism, too. And he wants it back. I- I've got no problem with having it, because I don't think that anything that he did out in the field was... Tainted. It wasn't improved by the money that his family got. It was his athletic ability out on the field. I mean, he was such a dynamic college runner. He's fun to watch. Five-star defensive lineman JT Tuimolao committed to Ohio State. He's from Bellevue, Washington, leaving the Pac-12 footprint after considering USC, Washington, and Oregon, kind of the bellwether programs and all that, but he's off to Ohio State. Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama just keep cleaning up. Ready to just uh, predict them as conference champions and not bother bother opening up any uh, preseason magazines. At least not for that. You can get other stuff out of it, but oh, don't I need to see that. that. I only look at that for the Pac-12. Yeah, I don't pay attention to that other stuff because, yeah, they're going to be there and they'll get enough run uh, in time and then we'll see who the fourth team is. Same old stuff. Terry Donahue winning his coach in Pac-12 Conference history and UCLA history. Later GM of the San Francisco 49ers. Died Sunday at the age of 77 after a two-year battle with cancer. He had the most wins of any coach in Pac-12 history. Also the most victories. 98 in conference play. 151 overall. Went to the Rose Bowl as a player, an assistant coach, and a head coach. Coached the Bruins for 20 years from the mid-70s to the mid-90s. Heck of a run right there. So there's no coach that has more than 98 wins? In conference games, apparently, yeah. That surprised me because I thought John McKay would be the, the record holder. That was in all the obits. I did not look it up to see how many John McKay won. I mean, they're playing seven-game schedules when it's an 18 league, so that probably factors in. And I don't know what they do. You know, the Pac-12 reformed out of some other Western conference before that, so I don't know that that counted either. Pac-8 formed in the early 60s. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. 1-2 pitch is driven a long way. Left center field toward AutoNation Alley. And done! A home run for Jorge Alfaro. And the Marlins have taken the lead back. It's 5-4 in the eighth. The pitch. Swing and a high fly ball into center field. Did he get enough of it? He thinks he did. Back at the wall. Gone! Rafi was posing. That normally means good things, and it does here. And it's 4-1. Highlights from a streak-ending weekend, holiday weekend. The Dodgers' nine-game win streak is over, although the Cubs' losing streak has reached 10. So if you're looking for... Hot and cold teams in Major League Baseball. There's a couple of them. You heard the Marlins beating the Dodgers there 5-4. Dodgers had a chance to take over first place in the West, but they're right there with the Giants, just a half game back. Angels lost to the Red Sox 5-4. The big news for the Angels, Shohei Otani is both going to pitch and hit in the All-Star game next week in Denver. Nobody's done that before, so now they got to figure out if he's going to start and be the DH and... Then they lose the DH when he comes out or put him in later. Have to figure well, all that out. Then 
was a DH. They'll pinch hit. This is the yep. all-star game. It's the all-star buddy. game. They can use a bunch of pinch hitters anyway. <laughs> trying to figure out how to get everybody to play to appearance anyway. You overthought that one. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts says he does not anticipate pitcher Trevor Bauer returning to their lineup after his Major League Baseball imposed seven-day leave ends Friday. MLB can request an extension of seven additional days without, uh, with consent. With, not without, but with consent from the Players Association. Doing so would keep Bauer off the field through the All-Star break, buying more time for an investigation into allegations of sexual assault by Bauer. Yeah, I was told he'll never pitch again for the Dodgers. Never. It's over, one way or another. Yep. What is trending? It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, looking ahead to Game 1 of the NBA Finals tonight at 8 o'clock. Dan Feldman, NBA writer for NBC Sports Pro Basketball Talk at 9.05. And next, the question of the day. All about the NBA Finals. We will get to that next. Stay with us. The Zone Sports Network is Utah's number one choice for sports radio in Utah. From DJ and PK to Hanson Scotty and the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, the Zone continues to dominate the competition. Thank you to all of you that continue to make the Zone Sports Network Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We're brought to you in part by Mark Miller Subaru. NBA Finals Game 1 tonight. The Bucks and the Suns in Phoenix. Question of the morning. Since the local Sam Merrill and Elijah Bryant are on the Bucks, are we rooting for them over the Suns? The former Aggie and the former Cougar giving us some local buy-in. I think that's cool that both these kids are in their young and in their NBA. Both of them are rookies. That they're uh, on the team that came out of the East. And they don't play much, but so what? They're in the NBA. Uh, that would be... Now they're in the finals and they get to see the show. And you never know what might happen. As far as... Them getting a chance to play. Well, I mean, get, it's mostly mop up minutes for get these some guys. Garbage time here right. and there. That's mostly what they've been getting. Uh, but they overcame tremendous odds. Not and, too many guys coming out of Utah that made the NBA. Sam Merrill's one of them. And then Brian had to go overseas for a couple years at least, right? He's been gone for a while now. In Israel for three years. Yeah, and yeah. then so he gets an opportunity. It's a great, great story. They're still Both 20. Of them. They're still 25 and 26. So. Yeah. What was Joe when he showed up here? He was 27, right? 27, Yeah, correct. I wouldn't count on that, though. <laughs> you can, ne- little, you can never little, count that, on that. That one's a little different. <laughs> you can never count on that. You keep trying to give hope You're to something. You're saying there's a chance. Something that isn't hopeful. They're not going to get big minutes in the league. I mean, I know this is TV here, and you want to put a happy bow story on it, but just the fact that they're there, that's the story. There's nothing beyond that, but that's plenty good enough. They get to see the NBA Finals Carnival up close and personal. And they made the NBA. If they never play another second, they made the NBA. And just saying that is something that is steep, steep odds, especially for Merrill, who takes a couple years off, and for Bryant, who started at like an Elon, I think, and then transfers to BYU of the LDS connection. And 
has to go overseas for three years and then gets a taste. That's already, they've already achieved well beyond what most thought, if not all thought possible. So I don't know about going forward. I'm not a female here and we're not having chit chat between stories, buddy. This is the story. Don says, Don says, it's not the story. We have zero interest in either club, DJ. This is Jazz Nation. Oh, we thought you put the question up, huh? Yep. Or did you put it on Twitter? I put it on Twitter and I put oh. it over on my Facebook page just to get more responses. Oh, well, our Facebook page isn't good enough. we got to go to the big dog's location. We want more <laughs> reaction. Wow, hijacking the show. <laughs> I put it on my Twitter, my Facebook, so we can get more reaction. Because I'm me, and people come to me, not to you. Hold on. I'm gonna nice go, message. I'm going to go create a Facebook page for PK and myself. And that me. wasn't the message, but that's fine. How was that not the message? Yak, was that the message? <laughs> That was precisely the message. That was not the message. That may not be the message you intended, but you can't control the message once the message is out there. How the message was received was exactly the way I presented it. We're going to do do two (laughs) 20-minute segments on this, and the DJ and PK page got 14 comments. Might need a little more reaction. (laughs) Right. So let's go to the big dog. Exactly. And or here to the only other stuff I have access shovel, to. Man, you're now at ten feet. I don't want you to go to twenty. <laughs> put it on your Twitter right now, PK. I don't do Twitter very much, and that's why I put it on mine. <laughs> Daniel says to, you'll do it. Daniel says my hope of two small market teams in the finals is now a reality. So I'm extremely happy, and I don't really care who wins. Well, what is small it could market, only though? be better if it were the Jazz in there. I mean, Part of me wants the Suns because it's a cool story coming from the bottom of the league to win in the. The ship. It's pretty cool. Well, they haven't won it yet, but uh, is Phoenix really small market? Where do we stop with the small markets? An excellent question. I don't know the answer to it. Uh, Phoenix has boomed and used to be... Uh, You're Mr. Market Guy. I don't yeah, and I'll, have to, and I'll have to look it up. It used to be around Market 20, and I just know that because hey, Phoenix and Denver and, and Sacramento... And Butthead has 18 comments. Oh, cool. I only said 14 on mine. I don't know why. Yeah, well... Poo poo on you. I got some pull here. Not as much as you, obviously. I put it on my Twitter. Yeah, Phoenix is now market 11. So that's officially medium sized market. Oh, it is? 11? Yeah. That's officially? Officially. <laughs> I just made that up. I know. You know I'm going to question everything. It's 7 30. I haven't got into my light and fluffy TV mood yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But all the Yak knows, too. He just doesn't want to say it and risk your wrath. Hold on. There'd be 12. No, go back 20 seconds. Light and fluffy TV mood. You know how he gets at 9 o'clock? We're aware. People who only listen to the start of the show have no idea at the end of the show. The show starts at 6, buddy. The first two hours is the start, the last two is the end. Later on, when I... Hoffman would be proud. (laughs) Okay, 6 to 7.30, we're still in the first third of the show. Anywho, at market 11, there'd be 12 teams in bigger markets. There'd be 16 in smaller markets, and I don't know how to count Toronto. Oh, you just divided by the number of teams. Yeah, so they're basically literally in the middle if you rank them. But you went to the league. You didn't necessarily go by market, although a lot of it would be overlap. I get that. Yeah. If... if, um, There's two teams in New York and L.A., so... Uh, 12 teams in bigger markets. 
But I think that to your point that I think you're about to make, some markets play bigger than others, and some play smaller. I mean, the Clippers are in L.A., but until recently, eh, so what? You want to be a big market team? Now, the last, I don't know, five to seven years, it's been different. It's been different for they a got, while. They got Chris Paul and Blake Griffin in there. Mm-hmm. And, and, they and, they were, right, and they were a good NBA team. They were yeah. solid, yeah. Right. They weren't a joke. Exactly. Which and so before calling years. them a big market team was just a waste of time because, yes, they were in a big market, but it was a joke. But there's also the perception, is this a place you want to be? If you win, yes. Every place is a place you want to be if you win. I mean, the Warriors were in a big market, and they sucked for years. Another great example. They had ownership issues all through the 90s and the 2000s, and it went to one postseason in like 17 or 18 years. That's why I think this market stuff is so freaking overblown. Just overblown. Although I heard Bart Scott go on the other day about nobody wants to live here. I mean, it just, you know, you can say racist things, and it's if it's against a certain group, it's no big deal. You know, because he went and went right down the stereotypes and probably has spent very little, if any, time here. But you're just allowed to say whatever, but if somebody else says something, oh my gosh, we got to have breaking news on Twitter all day yesterday. I mean, it just depends. And, and Jalen Rose can say what he wants, and it just kind of goes away. So I just don't buy it. Players want to go where they're going to get paid, as they should, because it's a very short lifespan, and, uh, relatively speaking, for the career span. Yes, yeah, for you're the uh, at. well, life shelf life for the uh, player in a professional sports. If you're fortunate enough to be Chris Paul, great on you. But Sam Merrill and Elijah Bryant are probably not going to be playing 16 years in the NBA. Seems unlikely. Yeah. So grab as much money as you possibly can. There's no doubt about that. And they want to win. And they want to be in stable environments that has good ownership, that has good management. And this market, I get it, it's smaller, but it has all that. And people will come, Ray. They will come. I firmly believe that. And there's done nothing that has just convinced me otherwise. In fact, I'm even stronger now with new ownership that that will happen. People weren't flocking to Phoenix. They were not. They once suck. A, once upon a time, they were, but when they had good ownership, lately not so much. When Colangelo was running right. the show and he was the godfather of Phoenix sports and he knew what he was doing, yeah, they were. But then they got somebody in there who didn't know, and the thing was just down the toilet for many, many years, and nobody was flocking there. I just think that the player deserves more respect for his intelligence. And I just think Jazz fans will flock to agree with you when they see it. They'll want to get their hopes up and have it not happen. Well, there's just no guarantee you're not you're gonna win. If that's that's what you're looking for, that's not there's no guarantee on that. They may that may not happen in your lifetime that they'll they'll win an NBA title. I don't know. May happen next year. Well, that's a full range. That's this is the way it works. I mean, nobody would have predicted Phoenix. You would have picked it. I thought Milwaukee, once they got Drew Holiday, was going to be better than they were because I think he's a better player over Drew Bledsoe. I think it's a no brainer. Everybody thinks that. So I thought they were better. 
this year than they were last year. And they've had some good records, if not the best, the last couple of years. And this year, even though the record didn't indicate, I thought they were a better team because I believe that Holiday's a better player. But Phoenix, no. I thought top ceiling for them was fourth in the West if, if everything came together. And yet, they got to second, and now they're in the NBA Finals. Yeah, they far superseded it. So who would have picked the, that? The first team to go to the NBA Finals after missing the playoffs for 10 straight years. Saw that on the, on the ticker. Yeah, I think it's 11, but... Uh... Amazingly, it's the same owner. Now, Clippers got better. They made a change, obviously. Sterling's out, and Ballmer gets in, and they get going pretty good. And they were decent at the time when uh, Sterling sold them, if I remember correctly. They were better, anyway, uh, than they had been when I was living down there, and they were an absolute joke. And into the 90s continued when I moved up here. So that's an amazing story, too, that the same owner somehow got it right after... So many years of getting, getting it wrong. Totally wrong. Yeah. So did he get it right or the thing he got right was get out of the way and let these people do it? That's getting it right. Yeah. yeah. You're in the finals. You got something right. Whichever way he chose, that was the right way. I mean, James Jones took over. Uh, ex-player. I think James is only like 40 years old. And so he's a recent ex-player. And he ascended to that spot. I think he was an assistant, and then they fired the McDonough dude, and, and, and away he went and took tons of heat for drafting Aiton over Doncic. Uh, Doncic probably be the better individual player, but obviously they don't need Doncic to get to the finals, and they probably needed uh, Aiton. Yeah. So gotta, it worked. Got to have some size, and they got it. Yeah, and he's a good player. He's not just big. He's a good right. player. He's skilled. He can do a lot of different things for you. He's been scoring, he's been rebounding, he's been protecting the And he got his butt kicked by Chris Paul, and away we've gone. It's, a, it's an amazing story. He's talked about the impact Paul's had on his career. I would love to see them win. Obviously, I have ties there. I don't personally care, but for the people that I know, that would be fun. And it's a great story. Great stories, I mean, that's where we're about in this business. You're about great stories. And it's a great story. And particularly if Phoenix can do it, why in the world can't the Jazz? What... What does Phoenix have over the Jazz? I don't think... Awesome winter weather. I mean that, Market 11, way that, bigger. That's. Does anybody go any place for weather unless you're retired? And I, of think course, that it's, you uh, I think it's way more the money, the playing time, and the relationships. Those are the three things that are going to form most decisions. Now, once you make it, if it happens that you end up with Phoenix, well, okay, that's awesome. January in Phoenix is spectacular. Right, but this is now July. Right. Not not spectacular so at all. They have Spect- to endure this brutal heat. Yes. I pray for them. One one ten? What's it gonna be today? I don't think it's gonna cool off that that much. <laughs> <laughs> so are you in because they're guys with local ties? And Jack says Sam is the only reason I'm watching the final. Seeing the jazz. Uh, had to go and not make it there. I watch many teams just because they have an Aggie that plays for them. Go Aggies. Well, in the NBA, that's the only team you watch. I assume he's referencing the NFL. Now, I think you'll have one next year. I'd say you got Nemius Kete coming up. I'd, I'd be surprised. I thought he's been an NBA player for a couple years now. I'd be surprised if he's not playing in the NBA next season. So you'll have two. That's great. Great for them. How about Jay Crowder? Does he do it for you? My, uh, Brian, that's what he goes to. He says... 
uh, referencing uh, Elijah Bryant and, and uh, Sam, he says, no, not at all. They don't even play. It would be nice to see Crowder win it. So, Jay does it for Brian. He's got good memories from the Jazz years. He's on board. Now, if I remember correctly, I think Joe had said that was his favorite teammate. One of them. If, uh, uh, he may have said that, actually. It was my favorite yeah. guy to play with. So, and Joe has played with so many guys, so many international guys. He's an international guy, obviously himself, but he's probably played with guys from, oh man, I couldn't even count the countries, 30, 40? Counting all of his days as a professional? You would think so. Overseas? Playing in Israel and in Spain, I mean, those are all-star teams. I... He probably played there. I don't know if he played for a Grecian yeah, team. I, he played in Greece, but I don't right. think he played for Greece. But uh, those he teams for a Grecian team. In uh, you just like saying Grecian, don't you? Um, Grecian formula. He certainly played with a bunch of international guys on those clubs. The Australian club, I think, would have been primarily Australian. His first pro club, probably a few international guys there, but mostly Australian. I believe is in uh, the Olympic team. They're all Australian. Good call. Yeah. Brady says, the Bucks. yep, I'm rooting for them, and I'm rooting against Chris Paul. How can you root against Chris Paul? It doesn't make any sense to me. Why would anybody root against Chris Paul? Brady doesn't go into why. Well, why, Brady? Tell me one. Get on our app. Tell me one reason why you would root against Chris Paul. You can use our app. Use the open mic feature. Grab your phone. Download our app. Use the open mic. Send your take in. Because he's a chippy guy, and he gets under your nerves, and he's always complaining to the refs. I think you get on nerves. You don't get under nerves. Under their skin, on their nerves. He gets on their skin. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) He is the smaller guy, and that's usually the guy who's popular who people root for. I mean, he's no Muggsy Bogues, but... The six footer in the NBA is still the smaller guy. At thirty-six years of age, that was the other thing, right? This is like how many more chances, how many more bites at the apple do you get? You're thirty-six. You're already, you're already giving father time a beating. You could have easily been done three or four years ago. This is a little bit of a John Elway story. At the very end, yeah. Can you finally break through? Yeah. Elway won his last two seasons in the league. Yeah. I guess the difference is Chris Paul had not been to the finals. And John Elway had been to multiple Super Bowls. But as far as winning it all right at the end. Which makes it even sweeter. Before you take a bow and walk off the stage. And he goes to a team, you're thinking, all right, here's a decorated player in the league. I think we'd all agree with that. And if you don't like him, fine. But he's still a decorated player, right? He's going to the Hall of Fame. So you think, all right, they got something going on in Houston. And then boom, he gets traded OKC. And they're in the midst of rebuild. And then they're going to be in the midst of even more rebuild. So they jettison him. Well, they don't send him to the Lakers like Letter Carrier did and and who else? Peyton did, Mm -hmm. trying to basically... You're not going to a team. You're not going to a team that was already one of the top two. Right. I mean, they had Shaq and Kobe and Phil, right? And so you try to piggyback that. This isn't a Durant here by any stretch. He goes to a team that hasn't been in the playoffs in 11 years, and he's 36 years old, and he doesn't cause any stink. He doesn't say, wait a second, this sucks. I got no chance here. I'm going to wind my way out, a la James Harden, and get to the Nets. He doesn't do any of that. He goes willingly, at least publicly anyway, 
And look at how it turns out. How do you not love that story? That is a phenomenal story. I don't know that it compares to anything ever in the league's history. I'm not a historian of the league, so I can't really say. But off the top of my head, what compares to this story? In its uniqueness of this individual story, there's a tons, there's a million stories in the West or whatever that expression is. What's that expression? Something out there. But this is a phenomenal story. How do you not love this story? A million stories in the naked city. There it is. Something like that. Thank you. I knew you'd have it. (laughs) The big city. Okay. What, what makes it so unusual is the bouncing around at the end of his career. I mean, to go to four different teams in the last five years. Yeah, and but, your point, if you gone to Houston and did it, I mean, Houston was already in the top two or three in the league. Yeah. That would have been like Malone and Peyton going to the Lakers. But like Malone and Peyton going to the Lakers, they didn't pull it off in Houston. Well, like they, they didn't pull it off in L.A. And they haven't pulled it off yet. But the prospects of just getting to this point the Lakers, when they got those guys getting to the finals, was not the. There was really, I don't remember, but I don't think it there was, was much celebration. No, it was in it was the expected. West. In that era, it was the Lakers and the Spurs and everybody else in the West. So you were already, you had one team to get by to get to the finals. Bouncing around at the end of your career is not that unusual. Lajuan did it, Ewing did it, Barkley did it, Pippen What's did a, it. Right, but what makes it unusual is that they were hanging on. They were no longer franchise guys. They weren't going to go out there and be the guy, take the big shot. I don't know if you can say he's carrying the team. He's the, leading the team. falls more on Booker, but he's leading the team. Whereas they were clearly... They two massive games and closeout games. Right, and they were way past their prime. They were not going to drop 41 in a closeout. Yeah, but out. I don't think anybody thought Paul was going to drop 41 in a closeout game to get to the NBA Finals. He did and they didn't, and that makes the story different. So it Unique. was not... Yeah. I thought he was going to be an okay player, but I had no idea right. it would and have this had, level of impact. If they had gotten to fourth in the West and won a playoff series at the start of the year, massive that would have, yeah, that would have seemed like a really good year and a great outcome. It but they been. get to second in the league, and they're one game away from having the best record in the league, so you ratchet the expectations up, and they follow through on them. Yeah, I don't even know that I did ratchet the expectation. I get your theory on paper. But I didn't know that. I didn't think they were going to beat the Lakers. And sure, they took advantage of Davis being hurt. But that's the way it goes. I mean, they, if you're, and I've heard it a million times from Suns fans. Steve Nash, his bloody face couldn't stop bleeding, and uh, in one series, and then he gets hip checked, and they lose Stoudemire, who was a premier player, and Boris Diaw when they have. Uh, a 3-2 lead over the Spurs, and then the Spurs, I believe, sweep the Nets. So, and, and Stoudemire and uh, DL didn't run on the court. They ran to assist Steve Nash, who literally was hip-checked by Ori into the scores table. And so they took like a half a foot across the sideline, but not to go cause any problem, and they get suspended. So if you bring up anything as far as, yeah, but down there, you better do it on your way out of town. No one will go into why, but Twitter... Which I did because, you know, I'm, I don't know. What was that, Power, Power Man? Why did I put it on Twitter? Twitter, you're bigger than me. Okay. Carlton says, why would we Literally ever... Literally and physically. Why would we ever root for Chris Paul? 
And Eric likes that. Why would we ever root for Because it's a phenomenal story. Tyson, why would we? Yeah, and Ray, we are rooting for anyone that is playing against Chris Paul. That makes no sense. What has he done to How much lead is, is this like left over from the Darren Williams thing like 12 years ago or 15 years ago? Who's okay, better? We all remember those no. debates between no. him and Darren, yeah, but this well, has been settled for years. I know, but this is a career resurgence unlike many you see because he had so many playoff failures, the 3-1 losses. This makes no sense to me. I yeah. need a deep explanation or at least a cursory explanation rather than I don't like Chris Paul. That's, this isn't deep. I was going to say that's it's more of something. It. Hopefully we'll get deep on the other side of the break here. Greg D says I'm rooting for the Bucks because Chris Paul is annoying and it should be our jazz there instead of the damn Suns. So jealousy. Well, annoying and jealousy. Now that I can understand. But the Suns did t- they took nothing from you. Yeah, they didn't beat you. Clippers beat you, and then they beat the Clippers. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that logic. the The Suns are a story that I think you would love. That the you know the the rising from the ashes, and the, obviously the name Phoenix. So it's somewhat ironic there because they were in the toilet for so long, and they hit. They missed on so many draft picks. Why, why wouldn't you be mad at uh, Devin, Devin Booker? He could have been yours. He was sitting there, and management decided Trey Lyles was a better player or a better fit or both, whatever. Whatever it was that yeah. did it, they decided to pick the other guy. Yeah. And then Trey missed the shot that might have sent Canada to the Olympics. And then he Foot was out. right there to be had. Uh, so why wouldn't you be irritated at Devin Booker? Actually, this guy just says, you know, it's not so much Chris Paul for me. I don't know why anyone would root for Devin Booker. (laughs) Devin Booker has done jack until they scored a ton of points. But he's he's had a breaking out. Devin Booker is now a national player. Before he was a local player. I remember when he scored 70 as one guy just criticized him. I thought, oh, so if he scored 50, it would be more legitimate. (laughs) He was chasing points at the end. Well, it turns out he's a really good player. He could do it on the biggest stage. He just needed some teammates. Give him a veteran point guard and have that uh, talented uh, young guy mature and develop, and then he's ready to cash in. Yes. But you don't get to do it by yourself. So they, ba- they missed on so many high picks, and they hit to a good degree on Aiton, and they hit to a great degree on Booker, Booker and they hit to a good degree on Bridges. Which I think was a trade draft day, if I remember correctly. But that's still that's basically that's the good same. Enough, yeah. yeah. So I think they hit on those three, and then they filled out the roster like most pe- teams do: pick up players wherever you can. And here they are. That's a great story, man. I I, I don't understand why people would be uh, rooting against them for these other reasons. I have yet to hear a good reason why you would root against well, I put it guys. out there on Twitter, and we'll see if people uh, hit oh, us up. Yeah, yeah, now the world has it. Exactly. My little Facebook, it's just like, you know, maybe That's one-tenth of one million. You don't That's ever do anything. It's mine, essentially. I'm the administrator. But once you put it on your social media, 
Katie, bar the friggin' door. I mean, this is like Malachi with the tithing. You just open the windows and the responses are just going to come flooding in. And now I see what you're doing as a spiritual man that you are. The connection right there is so obvious. And I'm not talking about Malachi Flynn, the Aztec basketball player. Oh, I don't know Malachi's last name. They just should have put in last names in a great book. You know? I mean, for all we know, it could have been Nephi Sewell. Who knows? We don't know his last name, right, Yock? Just, just running through all the names on <laughs> rosters in your head now. Nephi Sewell, that was a stretch. Why is that a stretch? I'm saying, how do we you know in your great book professional that, that it could have been his last name was Sewell? Football. He could literally be a descendant of Nephi. Yock and it stretch. Could have been Nephi Sewell. Nay. You're the judge. You don't know that. You don't know that at what all. Am I judging on here? Yeah, stretch. You, you, stretch or no? No. Pro basketball to college football. That was a stretch. No. That wasn't a stretch. No, okay, man. fine. I'll ask. <laughs> Dang it. You pulled Malachi and Nephi out of Malachi the, That's Flynn. what makes it impressive. No, I went right to Malachi Flynn. And once once there was the Aztec, it wasn't a stretch. But then when it went to football in the Utes, because he hates the Utes, that was a stretch. I rest my case. Wait a minute. I, I thought I worked at Channel 2 and I love the Utes. I get so confused. You can't win. Just You're to go jealous. To right, I can't. You're like Chris Paul here to these people. <laughs> Chris Paul. Your team didn't get the invite. Oh, they did. The only thing I got in common with Chris Paul is I'm six feet tall. There it is. There it is. Oh, you got handles. They're just called love handles. hey oh, <laughs> Free association with PK. Holy smokes. <laughs> and by the way. And you get this for free. This, this isn't is, satellite. You don't have to pay for this. This is closer to 9 o'clock PK than you usually get to see in the 7 o'clock hour. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Uh, We do want to know, what about CP3 annoys you? Why does he turn you up? Why does he anger you? Why do you root against him? What is the emotion specifically, and why do you have it? And we'll get to that coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30. Presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON. On your home of the best college football coverage in Utah. 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The Top 60 and 60 is back on The Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty announce another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah as we can't you down to the start of the college football season. It's the Top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness here on The Zone Sports Network. So I have come up with a, a singular reason. It's a little bit of a reach, but I got it. And that would be that Chris Paul, if he wins a title, will get more acclaim than Stockton. Oh. Uh, LG just tweeted at us. He flops. He complains incessantly. He's the epitome of the difference between the NBA today and basketball the way it should be played. First cousin to John Stockton right there, who obviously played basketball the way it should be played. Stockton combs his hair the way your hair should be combed. <laughs> He wears polo shirts the way polo shirts should be worn. He eats his vegetables the way you're supposed to eat vegetables. Now, the only thing he did, apparently, was speak out against the vaccine. And then people who were employed told him he was wrong for criticizing the lockdowns. 
Those are two different things. They are two different things. But that happened. I guess he criticized that. I never even heard it. I didn't listen to it either. I didn't want to pay the money. The clips were pulled, though, as written about. doesn't seem to be debated. So I'm taking it at face value as it was reported. Yeah, okay. That's fair. But other than that, he does everything. Will he get more acclaim, Chris Paul? I heard somebody, and I got the satellite now, and there are like 50 talk shows at any given time. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So I can't remember where I heard it. Okay. Uh, There's so many. Fox, ESPN, and beyond that. So I just flick around and just, you know, when I'm driving or I'm bored, because I I preset the thing, you just hit the thing. You don't even have to. It's right on your uh, steering wheel, right? And so somebody was saying that this put Chris Paul into his top five. I can see that. I can see that argument being made. But he didn't have Stockton in his top five. I can see that argument being made. Really? Yes, because the further you get down, the records are cool. But there are a lot of people who are going to value championships over records. Chris Paul hasn't won one. Right. But if he wins (laughs) it, it's going to fall into the top five. They already put him in there. Just the fact that he did what he did this year. Put him, and I can't remember who said it, because as I say, there's a million voices out there now. And then you got NBA radio, and they run through a whole bunch of It's like you said, there's a ton out there. Yeah. Yeah. So... I get that somebody would get that because I think this guy's list was Magic, uh, Steph, Oscar Robertson. That's a pretty good list so far. What I got three. (laughs) I'm liking that list. And who was the other one? Who was Isaiah? Isaiah, and then uh, right, Chris Paul. And you like the list? Ahead of John Stockton? When I said I like the list, you had three names. You don't like Oscar Robertson, Magic Johnson, and Steph Curry? That's That's not a question. That's an awesome list. That's not a question of whether I don't like them or not. I like the top 25 I like. Well, you listed three, and I liked them. Okay, how about that? And I think those would be my top three. Great top three. Yeah. How in the crap am I going to argue with that? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was getting at. But the championships, I mean, it's going to happen. Also, you're going to have, and we can't debate this because you don't know who the person was, so we don't know. I don't. But if you get a host who's 30, they are not going to have seen John Stockton's career. It matters to a degree. You can look stuff Records, up. Records, but the all-time assists, come on. Yeah. You don't need to have seen 15,000 assists. But it still makes an impact if you saw the games and saw the drama and saw the moments and saw the way he handled them. It's a it's everybody, bias. everybody saw him, if for no other reason that his two finals losses were to Jordan. So what you're telling me is in 15 and 20 years, Jordan is not going to be considered the great, greatest all time because that that time will pass. I don't buy it. Don't you think that's what's working against Russell? No. That a lot of people doing the no. list saw Jordan. There was like six or eight teams in the league, and there was no free agency. Once you got a team and you had a GM or president or wherever the heck Arback was, was smarter than the other guys, you would stand to reason that you would win every year because nobody went anywhere. So, no, there I think no, there's other the, things that stand in the way for Bill Russell. Well, the A-team league, of course, his supporters, and he himself would tell you, well, all the best players were in the league. You just let in more players who weren't as good when you went from 8 to 20. I disagree on that. 
maybe when you went from 8 to 20, but when you went from 20 to 30 or whatever it is, no, I think there's great players now all over the world. And well, that has so certainly changed. A Luka Doncic did not exist in exactly. those days. Where's he from? Slovenia? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And there was, when international players came over here, they were basically right. one trick ponies. Or they we kept hearing for years, Sabonis, oh, you should have seen him when. Right. We but heard then that you for got like to, 10 years. But then you got to an era that had Ginobili and had Nowitzki. That, that barrier or obstacle or hurdle or whatever has long since been shattered. Right. If you're a great player over there, you're a great player over here. It's the same thing with MLB. Shohei Itani. You were a great player over there. I'm like, hey, it took you a couple years to get your feet under you. But and look at you in health. In health, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and now, wow, you're probably the MVP of the American League if the season ended today, and we're pretty much right now at the halfway point. So th- that stuff, I don't bat an eyelash. If you're a great player wherever you came from, there's a good chance that you'll be a great player here. Eudor Ski says, I hate Chris Paul because we should have drafted him in 2005, and instead we drafted Darren Williams. Was well, that why you hate Clay Thompson? Is that why you hate <laughs> Kawhi Leonard? Everybody, everybody, the Paul Jazz, George. Everybody the Jazz ever passed on. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they passed on Paul George. Yeah, it was, did Paul go? Uh, yeah, I think he went one spot after Gordon Hayward, didn't he? Uh, so you hate on them because your team, and I got to come clean at the time, I thought Darren Williams was absolutely the right pick. Yeah, bigger guy, more durable guy. Wasn't yeah. going to have as many injuries. I thought he was a better player. Yeah. And head-to-head, his team won. But I don't now, get of course, paid to make those decisions. You also have, you know, was the team better and was the well, coaching staff better? But and, clearly, but, I would take Chris Paul over Dan Williams. Well, the way it worked out, sure. Yeah. I mean, Darren's career ended. I mean, it ended. There's no well, debate. Well, his basketball career ended. He was up at Glen Wild this weekend playing golf. Got a kid. <laughs> Crush it. That guy's addicted to golf. <laughs> And that's a good addiction. It's a healthier one anyway than, than we normally associate the word addiction. But uh, so, yeah, I it's hard for me to criticize when I was thinking, yeah, they absolutely made the right pick. And he was a, he was a very good player in his own right for the relatively short time he was here. But obviously Chris Paul is a more decorated player. <laughs> Coach Witt probably, at Witt probably, which obviously means probably not. Uh just sent him, why do you hate Chris Paul? He just sent a gif of him running up to DeMarcus Cousins, shoving Cousins, and then flopping backwards and yelling. It's a 100% flop. Man, they must really hate soccer. Created out of thin air. Greg D. says the constant chirping at the refs. He repeatedly initiates contact and then flops. There must be a reason every team he's been on has had a gut full of him by year three. Well, he played six years in New Orleans and six years in Clippers, but... Yeah. Yeah, the whatever. narrative. I hate that. The narrative. <laughs> the narrative drives me nuts. How about the story? The narrative. Look at me. I'm intelligent. I know a bigger word than story. Yes. Yak, remind me to use the word narrative going forward. I'll forget by tomorrow. Kendall says because he took the limelight away from his brother, Cliff. Ah. Is DJ that type of brother? And he's got the gif of Cliff Paul, State Farm. Well, you often steal a line night from me, but we're not brothers. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, talking NBA Finals. He'll join us next. And Dan Feldman, NBA writer for NBC Sports Pro Basketball Talk at 9.05. Stay with us.